woodshed. Now, the building where wood is kept. Duh. But the term woodshed has other meanings, including woodshedding, which is a term commonly used by musicians to mean rehearsing a difficult passage repeatedly until it can be performed flawlessly. You can also take an ungrateful 21-year-old out to uh, one metaphorically to uh, whip that ass when they need a dose of reality. And uh, last but not least, it's also a gay bar in Charlotte, North Carolina on Queen City Drive if you're uh, interested. We'll talk about all that today on Mullen Zane's podcast of Rambling Randomness. Take it to the woodshed. Simple enough. It's the why that troubles me. Welcome to the Thunder Dome. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. Episode one seven deuce. Rambling randomness. Throughout this whole episode, I'm just gonna have rain just falling on the shed. And you're gonna have to tell us in the comments what it's actually falling on. Is it the shed? Is it the barn? Is it the house? We don't know. Is it an open air barn? Is it an open and air barn? Yes, exactly. Is it a dog's head? Is it just you gotta tell us. But uh, today I'll probably stop doing this after about two minutes. Probably. But <laughs> I don't even hear it now. Oh, there we go. That's the rain. You know, the woodshed community. You know, for Father's Day, where does a man like to spend his good, hard time? Oh, at the strip club. Oh, oh. the woodshed. Oh, the, wood, the woodshed. The woodshed. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Well, you might. <laughs> you know? You know, uh... You know my thoughts on those stars on people's houses, right? Oh, yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Y'all know what That's that is. That's a cry for help. That is a cry for help. <laughs> and he might want to go to Charlotte, North Carolina <laughs> for uh, for what, what he might enjoy. That's right. Go say hi to Sparkles. He's a good guy, apparently. He really, really looks really, really good guy. Anyway, but uh, like I said, the woodshed could mean a few things. Like I said, not just a bar uh, in Charlotte. It's not a place just to keep wood either. No, no, it's a, it's a, it's a term for musicians, uh, you know, to practice, practice, practice until perfect. I didn't know that till I didn't know that till today either, honestly. Yep, and, quite uh, frankly, and I'm I, I, it, I like to. There's a whole woodshed that has produced quite a bit of music. Yeah, they have, <laughs> you'll, you'll be hearing one from today saying that everyone needs a shed. There's quite a few songs pertaining to the word woodshed in some way, shape, or form as well. Found that out today. Um, so happy Dad's Day to you. 
Oh, well, thank you, and happy Dad's Day to you. I'm I mean, a dog dad. He's that's, a doggy daddy. It's the same mean, thing. No, it's not. It most certainly Not is. even close. Hey, but your, your kids pee and poop on the floor sometimes. My kids pee and poop on the floor sometimes. It's the same thing. Except yours are better trained. <laughs> Mine like to bark at the night. They do. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I wouldn't know what to do with the night anymore if, if Petra didn't bark at, bark at it and scare the night away. <laughs> <laughs> She's scaring that darkness. <laughs> oh, how was your week? Well, my week was good, man. You know, it's uh, God, that you know the house thing. You know how that went. Um, we had an inspection on Friday. We had Friday. the inspection on Friday, and uh, all went great, great, great. Inspections. You know, the lady and and her husband who did the inspection, Tony. Uh, big props, thank you, sir. Uh, he has listened. Actually, come to find out, Tony. So. Uh, Tony, sir, um, they did a great job. They said it was like the, the one of the best properties they've ever had to do an inspection on. It was clean. Everything was up to oh, code. Oh, I bet they say that to all the properties. I, that's what I told him. I was like, <laughs> bet you say that's all the girls. And then he was like, but there is one thing, sir. There's a bit of a mold problem in the attic. Nobody lives in the attic. Nobody lives up there. I'm like, I don't care. We ain't breathing up there. What does that have to do with anything? He's like... Nothing really. We just have to take care of it before it gets out of hand. So I had to have him do an assessment because the person who does the assessment cannot be the same person who fixes the mold problem in New York State. So I had to hire somebody to do that. But the good thing is I don't have to pay for the mold removal. That goes on the seller, not me. So. But you were the one that had to hire him? I had to hire the assessment. Yeah, so you're not hiring the I'm person. not hiring the guy. That's yeah, because I was like, that's a conflict of interest right, right that's there. A you know? of interest. You'd be like, I'm just going to call anybody and yeah. be like, yeah, charge me whatever you want. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. No. Do it tomorrow. So uh, apparently it's going to cost them upwards of five grand. So that's fine. For somebody to get up there with a spray bottle of bleach. Basically it. <laughs> I'm fine with it because it's not going to affect me in the long run and I get damn near, you know, I get a clean attic out of it. So mm, I'm very cool. Nice, very nice. And uh, it was in my contracts anyway. I had a good lawyer who decided to put a lot of provisos and riders in up that bitch, and uh, I'm happy he did. So, Zane, how was your week? Oh, it was a long week. Was it? Yeah, yeah. It seemed like the week just uh, just kept on going mm. right up till Friday evening, and uh, then Friday evening came, and that was nice. We, me and you, and, and, the, and the, uh, the ladies. ladies. Went to went to dinner. Yes, sir. Keep thinking that it'd be hilarious to actually have them do the show one day, right? Instead of us, oh, just have them do it. I would actually. I you know what? That might be a thing. You know, I, I would listen to it. Me too. Tell you the truth. Uh, you know, I don't <laughs> listen to any of our other episodes, but I would listen to that one. <laughs> so you don't um, listen to anyone we're not on. This is I ate a lot of cabbage that night. Yes. I, uh, <laughs> oh my god, cabbage yeah. does indeed Holy... make you gassy. Holy shit! Oh my goodness, dude. When he said he wanted corned beef and cabbage. They must have only heard cabbage with a little bit of corned beef. Because I think he got maybe two. That corned two. beef was awesome, but I think me and Brandy got about the same amount of corned beef. He did, and she got it on a sandwich. Yeah. So what does that tell you? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I won't lie, though. That corned beef was delicious. Nice shaved corned beef. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that cabbage, that was that was not so great. They gave Zane what, equi- what accounted to about a whole head of lettuce yeah. on cabbage. Oh. It's just they threw two in a pot, pot and said, here. Yep, yep. Pot of water. <laughs> just cabbage. take it. <laughs> a, half of a carrot, <laughs> potato, and I—I I had a very, very. See, good... if, if they just slow cook that all with the corned beef, yeah. it's delicious. Yeah, that's but, what I wanted. But no, but it, it was, was not. It was cooked separate. You could tell. It was yeah, cooked oh, separate. absolutely. You could tell. And I had a very delicious chicken sandwich, deluxe. Uh, I had to specify that, or else I wouldn't have got it, deluxe. Um, 
The, well, tell, tell the what is deluxe? Uh, uh, just a piece of lettuce and some fucking tomato. That's all it is. And, they didn't and give French fries. Pickles. And fries. But it comes with French fries anyway. No, no. No, it did. It did. No. It said the chicken sandwich already came with and really? the deluxe was extra, yes. And the deluxe is the pickle, the lettuce, and the tomato. And See, then because I always pickle. thought that, like, anytime you get a cheeseburger, it's just you get the cheeseburger. But you get cheeseburger deluxe, you get, you know, the they stuff. They give you the accoutrements on top. And, uh, and the, the No, the, the fries, fries come with it. Always comes with a side of fries. Yeah. At that place, I've always gotten it. Always come with a side of fries. So we did that. That was yeah, nice. it was great. You know, the food was great. I'm not complaining about the food. Don't know. It, it was just weird that my chicken piece was uh, flat and um, three sizes bigger than my roll. Um, other than that, it was good. It was so weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I had, a, I had an interesting weekend. I'll tell yeah. stories throughout the show about it because yeah. um, I can only talk about sheds for so long. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm not saying. I got to ask, you know, Mo's always asking me questions, so I got to ask him. Oh, God. What do you keep in your shed? What do I keep in my shed? What do you keep in your shed? Oh, usually a lawnmower. Lawnmower's a gimme. We got we got um, the lawnmower in the shed. You know, the old, outdated farming tools. Uh, you know, like a hoe. Hey, by any chance, did you ever find out if you had a tamper? I think we do. Let me double check, but I did think that we have one, so... Because um, I, I need me a tamper. We were uh, going through all of our shit it's, downstairs. It's one of those things I that I, I haven't one. I haven't really uh, gotten all gung-ho on it, just because I'm like, ah, you know, it's yeah, it's not going anywhere now. <laughs> the fire pit is doing what it's supposed to. It right. burns inside the pit. Yeah. So now I just want to make it look pretty, but yeah, I no, want to tamp it down no, first yeah, before uh, I just start putting rocks around it. Yeah, no, I'll definitely double-check and grab that when I do see it, though, because um, I... Could have sworn three days ago we were looking through everything downstairs, and I thought I saw it. So, um, yeah, no, that's uh, God, what chance? Let's get to our first song, man. Let's uh, let's, let's do this. Okay. I want to okay. get to a song. Okay. Now I think I had this pulled up pretty. Hey, look at this! Look Zane at has that. the music in front of him. It is right there. But we'll we'll start off with the one that we both picked. Yes, because that one—it's it, a good song. A I good I enjoyed song. it. I listened to it. Uh, listened to it yesterday, and I yes. was like, uh, because I had to listen to to some woodshed songs on my way to Pauling. But I'll tell you about Pauling in a little bit. Yeah. And uh, this is the Steel Drivers with burning down, burning the woodshed down, burning the woodshed down. You said Cheryl. <laughs> Down. 
was hickory sticking to God only knows what I'm bound to do Daddy beat me black and he beat me blue So I'm burning the woodshed down Gonna burn it to the ground I'm gonna kick the ashes all around I'm burning the woodshed down Rain on the woodshed. Rain on the woodshed. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, woodsheds. Woodsheds. As I was um gathering some information about woodsheds, mm-hmm. I came across something that uh was interesting. <laughs> now, I'm uh I'm not gonna tell you about it because me telling you about it is is difficult. Okay. I'll let the UK men's shed group tell you about it themselves. <laughs> this is from Wood Shed Fest 2018. Men's sheds basically where three or more people come together and make stuff, fix stuff, do stuff mainly in sheds and most of it is woodwork although we have metal workers we have people that just do board games and we have people that do um, all sorts of pottery and other types of craft Um, and it's about people coming together making new friendships and having fun the idea is that men come together um, and learn skills together and get to use you know hand tools and uh, but really it seems like it's very much about friendship and companionship uh, and just enjoying each other's company the camaraderie they just being together for our shed itself, it's not the part of where we're actually standing and making things and, and doing things for the local community. It's that hour and a half that we have when we sit down in our break room and have a cup of tea and a chat and a bacon roll. That is the men's shed. I can smell the woodwork behind me. <laughs> That's the smell of the men's shed. It's woodwork. It's not just about making mess. It's about making other things. It's about making music. Perhaps it's about making art. Perhaps making cakes. The biggest impact that we found in our survey is that there's 
a 96% reduction in loneliness from those that thought they were lonely or said they were lonely to uh, before they joined a shed to after when they joined a shed. But the shedders would say it's about friendships, it's about you know being together, positively helping people, helping people in the community and making stuff. And it, it's fun. The happiness level goes up, um, their enjoyment level goes up and they all say they make new friends. The joy of just spending time together, solving problems um, and helping each other. And it's great. When my wife unfortunately had to go into residential care, I was left alone in a big house and not knowing anyone around me. And if you're lonely, time, you need to go to the UK and become a member of the men's shed. Or you can go to the woodshed in Charlotte, North Carolina <laughs> and meet Sparkles. <laughs> But so I actually thought that that was really nice in a way. I was like, you know, because I, I was going to butcher that. So I'm like, I'm going to let the men shed tell, tell you about it themselves. That's actually great. That's like, like you know, Cub Scouts for old men. It, it is. is. You know, it's, it's uh, for it seems to be more for retired men yeah. that have worked with their hands that get together. You know, they don't really know how to socialize right? too well. So they have themselves with a the, uh, bacon roll. I'm yeah, not sure what that roll. is, but that sounds delicious. That does sound like anything They're going to have a cup of tea and... And they're gonna they're gonna spend a couple hours out in the shed being um you know being productive with their hands and I'm not trying to sound like, a, <laughs> like I'm not making the, jokes here and and their 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 wives are obviously there or at least some form of female to uh, take care of all the you know well somebody's the, got to hand out the the name tag <laughs> this is so you remember who you are sir <laughs> huh? what are you talking about. That's, Ah, men shed. Oh God, I will. I actually hope I have some place like that when I'm old and you know nobody. You know who's got me. a good men shed? Who? Ray. Ray. Of course. Of course. Ray's course. got a good men shed. Yep. Yep. You know he built me that chest in he my living did. room. He did. Yeah. Out of wood. Out of real. Yeah. Out of wood. Like. I've got a. I've got a block of oak sitting in my wood shed. I do. I've got a wood shed too. He does. Yep. And uh, I got a block. Probably stands about four feet tall. Probably close to a foot thick. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, what I could do with this wood? God, you can make a puppet. Problem is, though, I don't have the woodworking tools to do a damn thing with this piece of wood. <laughs> I got a chainsaw, a skill saw, a couple well, of auger bits. <laughs> well, that dude that used to live up the road there where he used to have all the chainsaw fucking carvings and shit, there you go. He can start getting into that. I don't know. We had a guy up the road. Yeah, there. he used to have it like on the corner there up... Um, the little, one that has all your, the yard sales? Yeah, like a little way up there. He used to have like wood carvings with chainsaws. Oh, and shit. over on Silverspur. Oh, yeah, 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 oh Silver no, Spur. yeah, no, completely, yeah, completely different place. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah no. he, I'm sure he's long gone. Oh yeah, he's way, he's way gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that guy. That place was always cool. Like he had like a seven foot tall fucking garden gnome carved out of fucking oak and shit that he did with a chainsaw. I'm like, dude, fucking great. I just kind of want to make a coffee table, that but I, I know that I at least got to get this thing at least cut in half because right. it's a it's a big piece of wood. Yeah, um, big piece of wood. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I don't have the tools. No, I'm sure. I'm sure I could ask Ray. Man, he'd actually probably love that. He would. I just need the time to myself to dedicate yeah. and to be able to be like, yeah, because you know, me would be like me handing it to him, and then like three weeks later, he'd be like, look, Zane, look what I did. I'd be like, oh, oh. I was supposed to help. Sorry, I wasn't here ever he's, he's to help. Like, he's like, that's okay, that's okay. Ah, yeah. oh, so Saturday, Saturday. Ah, as we yes. we came off of a Friday evening, mm. went home. I think I went to bed pretty early. I was, I, was tired. I think I went to bed like right after we got home. To be yeah. quite honest, yeah, I think I was pretty tired. Ate a good meal and 
Did I watch anything? I don't even know what I watched. If I watched anything, I did watch Strip Tease this week for the first time. Oh, that's right, you did mention. I, I, I'm a huge Carl Hyacin fan. Yes. Probably he's right up there as being the greatest author. Can I tell you, I didn't know and, there was a book before the movie. No. Oh, oh yeah. Well, and this guy, all about Florida, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, and and not only are they always based about Florida, but. The characters are based on real people. You can't make up this crazy shit. Zane tells me that the book had not that much stripping in it. As no, much as no, it uh, which sad. There, me. there was a lot of stripping, but it didn't focus on the strippers be- be- like it because, did in the film. Because you know, like it didn't focus on all of the stripping. Because goddamn it, not to say that Debbie Moore does not have oh, a very lovely body. She was phenomenal. But the, yeah, and she. she the, the movie was good. I must say it was a good adaptation of a book. Okay. And I always think that Carl Hyacinth's books are good because they're not super long. They're usually, you know, run between probably like a 7 to 12 hour read. Okay. You know, so you turn that into a and into good, a good book. Good Some of the man. casting I think they could have done. I think they should have had Luis Guzman as Luis the Guzman. Uh, as the detective. Dude, he would have fit, actually. Oh, Luis Guzman would have been perfect in that Luis role. And they Guzman, didn't put Skink in the movie at all. And anybody who knows Carl Eisen loves the character Skink. Really? Oh, yeah. Is he in more than one? He has reoccurring roles in, okay. in, 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 all, in a lot of the books. Not all, but a so lot he's, of them. So he's kind of like the Jay and Silent Bob of the Viewers universe, where like, they, they float between each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether yeah. it has no, nothing to do with him or not, he's just there. <laughs> uh, so Saturday rolled around. I got up early. I went to the bank. After I've had a business now, like a, in my name, mm-hmm. since 2013. Yes. I was sick and tired of getting checks made out to this business, and me having to return these checks and asking, "Can you put it in my put in name, my name like it says in the contract, please?" You know, I, th- this has happened to me. And the worst part is schools. <laughs> yep, schools. Yeah. You know the ones that. You know, should be able to read contracts very well when oh, when they sign them. They teach your kids how to read, but they can't. And so, uh, uh, and they keep making it out to the business. So I decided, you know, instead of asking for them, because it's really hard, especially when you have a tax ID number and you're dealing with, uh, you know, schools. And when it goes through a lot of litigation when it's not their money. Right. You know, if it's if it's a, a client, oh, sorry, my bad. Here, let me write you a new check. Yeah, yeah. But when it's through them, it's like... I, you got a check printing machine. How hard is it to print me a new check? <laughs> well, it's hard, I guess. Like, apparently, it's hard to cancel a check. Yeah, I was like, I was like, it's hard. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know the specifics, but it's difficult for them. So it's hard to go. I went, yeah, I went, I went to the bank and I, I put a, a I now have a, a, a D gems, D gem. <laughs> I've got a D gem in the Rams. D gem from up north. <laughs> Coming down here and booping in my lawn. I've been doing it for ten years. Doing it for ten years. <laughs> and uh, nope, so it wasn't that difficult. Like I, I have done already all the hard stuff already. Yeah. Getting getting a DBA is stupid harder than it should be. You know, and a tax ID number yep. and all that. I, I forgot how much work I put into it, and I was like, "Oh man, it doesn't have the right address on here. This is gonna, this is gonna be a failure." Right. And then I'm just gonna have to say, "Oh, there, you're just gonna have to run me a new check." <laughs> you know, I don't make enough money to really have a business account. It's kind of silly for right. my business to have Honest, its own account. Honestly, so it's gonna have a hundred dollars in it for a good long yeah. while. Quite <laughs> frankly, the bit is, is extra dough for you. Quite frankly, it's but. not even that anymore. Like it's it's fun. Uh, yeah, I do it because I enjoy it. it. And, yep. 
So. And uh, like I had, uh, I had somebody text me this week, you know how much I love getting a, <laughs> and I understand businesses are different these days. I can't understand this new Facebook business suite. I haven't even tried it. It's so hard, man. I finally went on and like was posting some pictures of the prom yeah. and the last wedding I did. And I was like, I cannot figure out how to just post a photo album like I used to. I used to just, you know, post album, create album, post yeah. album, doom, done. It, business suites was very difficult, so I don't know. But I got a, I got a text message, and I did not care for, like, I don't, you know, I was like, if you're going to, if you want to hire me, call me. Right. You know? And uh, they didn't. So I didn't get back to them for, like, three days. Right. And, of course, they're like, they, they wanted details on my packages. And I was like, well, that depends on what you want. And I wrote a text message like, people write text messages. No periods. Um, <laughs> one sentence. No comments. Like, yeah, just, uh, I do this for $400. I do this for $800. Um, where there's be. a lot of things in between, but uh, <laughs> if you want, if that sounds good to you, why don't you give me a call? Just call, me. call. <laughs> I have not, I have not heard from them. And you know what? That's okay. That's because I'm, I'm okay with that now. Yes. I used to not be okay with that. I you used, used to, to think something was wrong with you. It's not wrong with yeah, you. Yeah, I used to. I used to be like, oh my gosh, you know, and you used to have to say yes to everything. Now I'm, I'm stupid picky. Back I'm like, when I met Zane, uh, even you if wanted I think, to please everybody, even if I think <laughs> I might not like be around or I'll be too busy around that time, I'm yeah. like, no, nope, no, nope, I'm booked. Yep, I'm booked. Yep. What are you booked with? I'm, I'm sleeping in. Zane, I'm, Zane would uh, always say yes back in the yep, day, always, <laughs> even if he always. couldn't. Yep, even if I couldn't do it. I'd have like four gigs booked yeah. the same day. But like, like, uh, figure know. it out. Yeah, it'll happen. <laughs> yep. So I've, I've already gotten, but that's half a Saturday. We'll get back to the rest of Saturday after this next song. <laughs> Word. See, it's a night show, man. I'm much more talkative at night. This is why I wasn't doing this this morning, because right. I thought about it. I'm like, no, no, no let's, let's, let's. Save it I for thought Sunday you were night. Sleep this morning anyway. I was like, this I is the Shed this. Song oh, by Bobby Wiseman, name and the other fellows. Okay, <laughs> you're gonna love this. When a picket party chainsaw go to drink and beer, a couple of dozen games and dance three or four times a year. Sort me nuts and bolts, sharpen up my knife. Escape from the youngsters, the TV and the wife in me shed, me shed, me lovely little shed. Might as well get a Chesterfield, the toilet and the bed. It's the only place where I can go and tinker with me toys. Go and find solitude with a bunch of ugly guys. The smoke goes up the chimney, a signal to the boys. They all invent excuses and they show up like the flies. We stand around discussing the deeper things in life, like the beauty of a piston or the marvels of a trike. In me shed, me shed, me lovely little shed. Might as well get a Chesterfield, the toilet and the bed. It's the only place where I can go and tinker with my toys. Go and find solitude with a bunch of ugly guys. Sharpening of a box saw or tying up some flies To justify your shed time, keep quality in life You build a coffee table just to satisfy the wife In the shed, the shed, me lovely little shed Might as well get a Chesterfield, a toilet and a bed It's the only place where I can go and tinker with my toys Go and find solitude with a bunch of ugly guys Ooh. 
And I got to say she's beautiful, men will all agree. With her arse to the wood pile, she faces him to see. An oil drum would stole the hole for the mouse. And a thousand little treasures that got banished from the house in the shed. The shed, me lovely little shed. Might as well get a Chesterfield, the toilet and the bed. It's the only place where I can go and tinker with my toys. Go and find solitude with a bunch of ugly guys. If the wife ever threatens and forces me to choose between my marriage or the shed, either way I'm going to lose me tools and me buddies or me wife and our bed. I guess I'll have to leave it all And move to me shed, in me shed, me shed Me lovely little shed Might as well get a Chesterfield, a toilet and a bed It's the only place where I can go and tinker with my toys Go and find solitude with a bunch of ugly guys The Shed Song Yep That's my new favorite song <laughs> <laughs> Buddy was his name. Was his name? That's it. Buddy, Buddy was, was his name, name and, and the, the other, other fellows. fellows. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That is the shed song. That is that's. A great I will song. be listening to Buddy was what his fellows, and I'm sure we might hear another song or two by him in the future. I'm quite sure. <laughs> oh well, why don't we get to uh, the old wrestling? Get this out of the way here. Hmm. Yeah, we'll maybe start whenever you're ready. Well, I didn't know. I was I was feeling a little rocky. What <laughs> going on? I'll add more songs in the this, world. Going on in the world of wrestling. Let's start out real quick with an AEW recap. MMA cage fight: Jake Hager versus Wardlow, the War Dog. Zanes, what? Jake Hager won. He did. Pretty solid MMA fight too, by the way. Uh, uh, fight, quote unquote. I put quotes around MMA and quotes around fight. Uh, Hager picks up the win via ref stoppage. Wardlow passes out. Oh. Makes him look strong. He doesn't make. He doesn't tap out. Blah blah blah. Um, but it was a good match. You know, all in all, I think AEW should do more of those stage cage fights. You know. It, nope. I'm against it. You are. Well, I'm what about if it's it. two people who are actually wrestlers and do dabble in MMA? If they can make it look good, mm. even you though you know who's going to win, you can't. You can't make it look good. Well, this one, they kind of did. I'm not going to say they made it look real because it, it was not like a real... Then again, MMA nowadays really doesn't look real to me either. But <laughs> there's some hits, though, you can tell. Uh, Hager got fucking hit damn near in the throat um, one shot, and it was fucking hilarious. Um, the face he made was fucking priceless. Um, all right, so yeah, uh, Hager picked up that handicap match. Darby Allen versus the Men of the Year, Scorpio Ooh, Sky and Ethan Page. Oh, they have a name now. Yes, they do. The Men of the Year. Yes. Which year? 
Uh, apparently every year. Every, every year. year. I do like the team, though. They're very... Scorpio Sky's always been... Uh, yeah, I like Scorpio Sky. I really don't like the whole... I don't like that he was pushed for a hot second. Then right. They, they broke up they a tag team back. and then put him in another tag team. Yeah, like, yeah I, don't, I don't really like... But, uh, they, the right result happened. Men of the year beat the out of Darby Allen. Yeah, of course they did. I'm, I'm glad that that went the way yeah, it was supposed of course, to. Of course, I mean, you know, they had Darby put up a fight. Of know, course blah, they blah, did. Blah. They, you know, he was slumdog millionaires all around. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, uh, seven coffin drops and shit. Uh, fucking whatever. Orange Cassidy versus Big Caesar Bononi. Did he get thrown into the crowd again? I swear, that was one of the coolest <laughs> things I had seen in AEW <laughs> up to this date. With Darby funny. Allen getting thrown 15 feet that into shit, a crowd. That shit was funny. Hadn't seen that shit since Buck Dudley done it way back when. Right? Fucking, uh, the wingman tried their best to beat uh, Cassidy up. Uh, they even used spray tan on him, you know, but uh, the, the best friends in Orange were just too much. Singles match anyway. Orange beat him with the orange punch, knocked Caesar Bononi out in the middle of the ring. Did they call the fight? Yeah, that was it. No, they actually made him pin him. They made him pin him? Yeah, they made you him know, pin him. Not like the Dolo Buns? No, no, they had to make him look weak yeah. as fuck. So they, you know, they can't have Cesar Bononi, a legit big dude who can go. Let's not make him look good at all, no. <clears throat> Cody Rhodes, Mr. Attention himself, and Brock Arn Anderson's son, Anderson, versus QT Marshall. I'm not calling him Marshall because that's fucking retarded. And Aaron Solo. Okay match. Brock Anderson did okay. Picked up the win over Aaron Solo. With a nifty little forward pin like rollover thing. Simple pin. You know, like could have been a schoolboy and been the same effect. We see a spine buster. Not from him. No spine buster. You saw one from fucking QT. But you did not see one from Brock Anderson. So, uh, of course, you know, Cody and Brock Anderson won. Julia Hart versus Penelope Ford. Both Penelope's women back, huh? Yeah. You know, both women are looking pretty damn good. Julia lost to the more experienced Penelope. Best fisherman suplex in the That's game. Right. And then Miro came out to destroy the varsity blondes. Who for fun. Julia, just for fun. Just, just for to fun. come out yeah. and do it. Mentioned, you know, where's Kip? <laughs> no damn well he's the one to put Kip out of action quotations in storyline <laughs> to Penelope he said where's your husband he's not out here defending you <laughs> he's like this ain't right so he comes out and he just beats the fucking pants out of both blondes <laughs> so now next week it's gonna be uh, Miro versus Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, Eddie Kingston Penta El Cerro Miedo and the elite hunter Frankie Kazarian Took on the Young Bucks, Matt Jackson, and the Good Brothers, Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows. Shenanigans ensued. Zane, guess who won? Penta. No! No? No! How do they have that team lose? <laughs> and, and I want to tell you, <clears throat> it was garbage. The, the The match was good. Don't get me wrong. The Frankie ending... Kazarian was in it, and Penta was yeah. in it. And, and and guess who took and the Matt pin? And Matt Jackson was in it. Not, not to say I like. I guess, guess who took the pin? Uh, fucking Penta. Cero Miedo. <laughs> yeah. Out of that group, you knew who was taking the pin, though. Nah, I could see Frankie taking it. Too. Yeah. No. It, this time it was. Uh, but in, in yeah, with what's going on right yeah. now, you know, why not? Yep. And uh, it was of course shenanigans, you know, because Brandon Cutler and the, the the spray 
fucking cold spray again. Yeah, because that's that's where they go. Because that's just yeah, yeah. You know, it helps them when he's spraying them down during the match, but it hurts the other people when he sprays. Fuck stupid shit. Well, it gets them in the eyes. That's right. Gets them right in the eyes. Gets them right in the eyes. Now I got a couple little tidbits of news here before we get to shooting it over to Eleanor uh, with the WWE recap. Uh, Sweat Moa Joe, who was part of the released, uh, but now he's back again as William Regal's enforcer in NXT. Oh, he's back. Yes. They, uh, apparently Triple H said he made a mistake or they made a mistake and he didn't know that they fired Joe. So he hired him back. <laughs> so Triple H hired him after Vince released him. Yep. Triple H was like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, he's a guy. I was like, not only is, is you know, he's a great commentator. I, I, Joe. I thought Joe was he's very great. good. He's past his prime wrestling, but yeah. he's great on the mic. He is good. That's where he needs to be. Um, couple of uh, the released WWE stars now all want out of their no-compete clauses, which is, you know, normal for everybody who wants, uh, you know, out of their no-compete clauses. They don't want to wait that 90 days to fucking go and be on the indies or show up in AEW. So, uh, you know, that's, that's Vince. <laughs> and Vince is basically saying no, um, like he did before to all the other guys. As well, he should. It's contract. They should have to abide by it no matter what. I'm sorry. Vince McMahon is apparently high on this guy, Reginald, who is Nia Jax's manager, apparently. He used to work for Cirque du Soleil. He does all these little flippy-doos. And, uh, so, you know, Vince is high on him, so look at him uh, for him to be released in the next couple weeks. AEW's uh, <laughs> uh, in the red financially, but uh, Tony Khan says they will be back in the black after the console game drops. He says apparently they're in the red right now. Uh, spending over like oh yeah they they spend more money they, than... they have a thousand There's, people on contract never, yeah they're 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 never gonna be <laughs> in the black with the amount the money that that man yeah, spends yeah no so um shit I think they they're in the red just from you know thing alone <laughs> yeah they put that old company Sting, in the red Sting killed their fucking bank account for fucking the next like six years God. <laughs> so uh let's kick it over to our overseas WWE correspondent Eleanor Wrestling. Sorry. Eleanor. Now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we've got from across the pond. Oh, Eleanor Take it away, Eleanor. Hi everyone, my name is Eleanor, aka Eleanor Wrestling on YouTube. You can subscribe over there where I post previews, reviews, and just all things wrestling, basically. And this today, I will be breaking down the highlights of the past week in WWE television. I hope you enjoy. On Monday Night Raw, Nia Jax had a challenge for Alexa Bliss. She would face Alexa Bliss later on in the night. We then got Nikki Cross versus Charlotte Flair, and Nikki Cross won by countout. We then got Jeff Hardy versus John Morrison, and John Morrison won after the Starship Pain. We then got Jeff Hardy versus Cedric Alexander with Jeff Hardy's career on the line. Jeff Hardy thankfully won, so he still has his career in WWE. Eva Marie introduced her mystery friend who is going to battle Naomi. This was Piper Niven from NXT UK, but annoyingly the commentators just 
pretending they didn't know who she was. So that's kind of annoying. She did beat Naomi in very quick succession, much to the disappointment of many fans. Natalia and Tamina had a war of words with Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke backstage after they interrupted a photo shoot from Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke and they started just a massive brawl. We then got the New Day vs. RK Bro and RK Bro won after the RKO to Xavier Woods from Randy Orton. Drew McIntyre is going to murder Bobby Lashley inside Hell in the Cell. We then got Rhea Ripley vs. Asuka and Rhea Ripley won after the Riptide. Bobby Lashley is planning to also murder Drew McIntyre's in Hell in Cell, but he's hoping he's going to more so hope destroy his his hopes of winning back the WWE Championship. Jackson Ryker versus Elias ended in a countout after Elias just decided he wanted to walk away, so therefore the victory goes to Jackson Ryker. Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax was good. It was actually wrestling. There was not many shenanigans or voodoo stuff, but the ending happened after a disqualification after interference from Reginald causing a disqualification. And then after his Alexa Bliss hypnotized Reginald, so that was kind of strange. MVP is trying to drive a wedge in between Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. I really hope that goes somewhere. Preferably Kofi or Xavier joining the hurt. Her business that would be amazing. Drew McIntyre vs AJ Styles was the co-main event, but it ended in a DQ after Bobby Lashley got involved, which led to a six-man tag team match: Drew McIntyre and the Viking Raiders vs Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, and Omos, which ended clean after Drew McIntyre hit the claymore kick on Bobby Lashley. One, two, three. On to NXT. Samara Joe returned. He is the new co-general manager and he confronted Karrion Cross. Breezango beat Imperium in a tag team match. Samoa Joe put Adam Cole out with a cool cleaner clutch and it was brutal. Santos Escobar is promising he will get the NXT North American Championship in a one-on-one match with Bronson Reed. Kushida beat Trey Baxter in an NXT Cruiserweight Open Challenge. Mercedes Martinez responded to Tian Shah. Frankie Monet is trying to cause some dissent and some issues within the Robert Stone brand. Ricardo Gonzalez and Dakota Kai beat Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro. LA Knight basically just turned on Ted DiBiase after winning the Million Dollar Championship at NXT TakeOver in your house. It broke my heart. Poor Ted DiBiase. Io Shirai and Zoe Stark fought off the way. This was really fun. I really hope they go after the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. The Diamond Mine is going to open next week. And Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher beat Grizzled Young Veterans in a Tag Team Tornado match. This was a terrific main event. And finally, on to SmackDown, Rey Mysterio engaged in a word of wars with Roman Reigns and talks about how much he loves Dominic, but Roman Reigns has just completely decimated poor Dominic and he is not medically cleared to compete. Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz beat Big E and Kevin Owens in a tag team match. Shinsuke Nakamura beat King Corbin in a battle for the crown match, so Shinsuke Nakamura is now the king and King Corbin is no longer, so hopefully that king gimmick does go. Bailey attacked Bianca Belair and this then led to the announcement that they are getting a Hell in a Cell match at the pay for you Hell in a Cell, which I'm super excited about. Jimmy Uso finally acknowledged Roman Reigns as basically the tribal chief and acknowledged the fact that the family does indeed come first. Otis beat Angelo Dawkins, but he beat him like by beating him up. He didn't actually beat him in a match that was supposed to go ahead. Cesaro had a face-to-face in uh, back face-to-face face-off, I guess you could call it, with Seth Rollins backstage, but they didn't really get brutal at all. After Seth Rollins very smugglingly said he just doesn't respect Cesaro at all, Cesaro just pushed Seth Rollins off his chair. And in our main event, we got Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio in a Hell in a Cell match, which was the first ever Hell in a Cell match on network TV for the Universal Championship. It was short and sweet. I really enjoyed it. Roman Reigns won after the guillotine choke. Ray was tapping out super fast, but Jey Uso was nowhere to be seen. Jimmy Uso raised Roman's hand instead. So, 
do with that what you will that is it that was the past week in WWE television do not forget hell in a cell is tonight and back to you guys thank you eleanor again that was awesome and what's ray ray doing back ray ray yes oh speaking of that yes Z must have looked at my screen. No, no, no I just... I know, because there's no... They dropped that match off. Uh, uh, it was supposed to be Roman Reigns. Speaking of, you know, uh, Hell in a Cell is tonight, by the way. Oh, is um, it? So uh, I'm just going to go over the matches quick, real quick, because I don't... I'm not watching it, and I just want to... Uh... So Bobby Lashley is uh, defending his title against Drew McIntyre in the cell. What do you think? Who's going to win that one? I don't care. Me neither. Lashley, or Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair... For the uh, Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair versus Bailey for the SmackDown Championship, Seth Rollins versus Cesaro, Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler, and Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. There's your Hell in a Cell. Supposed to have Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio Jr. for the title, but uh, they moved that to SmackDown and Rey lost. So (laughs) there's your wrestling. Let's get to another song. That corn was dope. Eleanor needs a special. She does. You know what? We're gonna give her a, a good one. We're gonna work on a good one here at some point because she needs it. She's been consistent. This is bloodshed in the woodshed. Yes. By, by who? The, by the moolets. Moolets. The moolets. Like that.
Bloodshed in, in the, the woodshed by the Moolettes. That's like, like Moolettes, but with an M. I like that song. That was yeah, very good. It was very good, actually. I, I have never heard of the Moolettes, but yeah. I, I like their song. I, I, I will be listening to more of them. I like their I like their bloodshed in, in the woodshed. Yes. Good. So, Zane, good. there's something that we haven't had in a while. We got a real Hudson Valley Heroes. Real Hudson Valley Heroes. Real Hudson Valley Heroes, we salute you, Mr. Road Cone Placement Engineer. Mr. Road Cone Placement Engineer! You landed yourself a swank job with the DOT just days before the pandemic hit. And now you dangle from the back of a pickup truck for eight hours a day. Working nine to five. You wear your caught hearts with pride. As you strategically arrange your orange dunce caps and endure the obscene insults and gestures of the frustrated drivers you are so gallantly trying to protect. Recipe for road rage! After your three-hour lunch break, you make another pass, replacing the pylons so recklessly knocked over by old ladies, student drivers, and millennials on their cell phones. Make a left of the line! With your steel-toed boots giving you a confident stride, you pick up those cones faster than a Metallica Rodeon meth, prodding your foreman to pat you on the back and say, Job well done, George. Your world is your bathroom. COVID-19 hasn't stopped you. Your windshield is your mask. Your rock salt is your hand sanitizer. 
And the virus you're concerned with is the one you downloaded from DirtyNurses.com. So we salute you, Mr. Road Cone Placement Engineer, your mocking paint, your reflective vest, and your bang box. You are a real Hudson Valley hero, the Colvin Brothers. Oh, real Hudson Valley heroes. I got to talk to Mikey and see if he did have a new one out, because I could have sworn he said he did, but that one we definitely played before. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. here's what it is. It was still good. I don't care. We haven't had one in a while. Since the beginning of the pandemic, apparently, because that's probably when we played it. (laughs) I don't know. It was definitely over a year, because we haven't done one in, like, that long. Probably have. She said, we're going to have a new one of these at least once a month. (laughs) Back to, yeah. And uh, see how things change when people get a radio show. (laughs) So, uh, Z-Money. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What's your favorite tool in the woodshed? <laughs> well, my favorite tool is actually not kept in the woodshed. <laughs> I keep it in the basement. <laughs> and what would that be? I, I keep chainsaw in the basement on a table. I don't know why I keep it in there. Like, when I'm using it, I keep it out there. But most of the season, it seems to stay in my basement. Keeps it from getting all rusty and shit, so. Well, it shouldn't. I have a case for it. Well, yeah, it's true. I think it's a temperature thing. I like to keep it a little warm during the winter. You. I got you. Actually, I keep everything. I, I bring in my <laughs> my uh, my leaf blower. I bring in the weed whacker. <laughs> anything you can carry. Yeah, anything <laughs> that I can bring downstairs in my home, I will. <laughs> but uh, the snow blower is a is a fine tool I keep in the woodshed. I, I hope so. I hope you don't put that in the basement. I can't <laughs> put that in the basement. I would if I had a Belco door. Oh, oh wow, awesome. I'd love a Belco door. Mm. But uh. The lawnmower, I've got a fine Torah that's just over five years old that I have beaten the living shit out of. <laughs> I somehow broke the deck. Like, there is a split in the steel on the deck. In the steel? Yes. Where it is slowly getting bigger and bigger. And Might be time for a new one. <laughs> I Yeah, I'm pretty sure when that starts hitting the blade, we're going to have some problems. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I might be able to uh, cryo-weld it, but... I don't know how to do that. <laughs> See, but I'm sure I could. I'm sure I could. <laughs> you gave me like three weeks. And, you know, <laughs> it's six fucking welder. welders. I could, and a welder. And you a welder. know, I could. I could do it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, I'm also a fan of the pickaxe. Yes, I seem to use that because um, shovels are nice, but I can't dig a fucking hole in my yard. More than about two or three inches without having to get out that pickaxe. <laughs> <laughs> well, around here there's a lot of rock. Yeah, so we yeah. do grow a fine rock we garden do. around we, here. Yes, we do. <laughs> yep. See, now, there was so much stuff in the shed that uh, we also have a um, a trailer. <laughs> that is for all of Liz's things. It's messy in there. I don't know what goes on in there. We also have an electric boat motor in our in our uh, shed. <laughs> You know, you can hook up to a little night, like a little, uh, you know, big battery. Not yeah. A, yeah, a little battery. Yeah. Those. Yeah, so you can put it in a raft or something. And bing. <laughs> Use that once. It was it was okay. It was okay? It, it was okay. <laughs> it's dangerous. Was it better than using a paddle? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, it was. Better than a paddle. <laughs> oh. 
So, uh, yeah. there's some uh, risers in there from off the truck. Don't know why we still have them, no but idea. but we still do, and they're in the shed. <laughs> got some rugs. I got a generator that I've never used. A generator but you've never well, you've never had to. I've really. never had to yet. So that's, that's the thing. Good. You know, I bought a two hundred and fifty dollar generator. Um, used, nice generator. Could definitely do some. You know, I've got the plug outside. I figured out how to use it, but I've never actually had to use well, it. That's a good thing. So you know, it's always better to have. Yeah. So I, I even have all the. I like at first I went to go try it out, and I didn't even have the right cord adapter. Oh shit! Like I had to get like a special adapter because the cord for a predator generator is different than the one I have here. Oh, yeah. Right. So I needed a new cord. And gotcha. I keep all my fuels out there, you know, my 50 to 1, mm-hmm. my 40 to 1, my non, um, non-ethanol gasoline. That's the only gasoline I'll buy. There you go. Um, my true fuel for the chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I've got a bucket of things. I got, I got a ratchet set out there. 100, 200 piece ratchet set because I never need it inside, but I hate bringing it outside when I need it. 200 piece ratchet set and never the one you want. Never. No, the one I want is lost. It's all gone. That one is lost. It's it's a 10 millimeter, goddammit. It's gone. Yep. Well, we got a brawl going on here. Oh, uh. I got some other things. I can yeah. keep going on and on hey, about what's in my shed. You know, like I already said, there's a piece of wood. There's, there's a pe- dolly. I hope there's wood in the there, wood There shed. is some other pieces of wood. <laughs> some plywood. Because then we um, can't really call it A couple scraps, shed. you know. Right. Good, you know, some good scraps that I haven't used to hold down tarps in the yard. Because that's what I seem to use all my scraps for. Just holding down fucking more wood. Now, some people seem to get confused, man. Now, is it called a wood shed because it holds wood? Or is it called a wood shed because it's made of wood? Well, mine is made of wood. Yes. It doesn't hold a lot of wood, though. It no. more holds things for <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it's more, it holds a stuff shed. That's what it, it's more of a stuff shed. But, uh, yeah. So getting back to my Saturday story. Let's get back to your I Saturday because I really wanted to hear the rest of this. Yes. So I went to a, uh, a memorial service for a man who passed at 84 years of age. Oh. He's a good man. Good life, too. That long, yep. man. Yep. Great. Jim Haywood, I'll see you someday again. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, but I was—I must say—I was a—I was nervous because I—I I was the only member from the uh, the program to show. Really? Yeah, that you was know, a little odd. I, I can tell you that a depressing situation. And even though it's not supposed 51 to be. Fifty-one years, right? This guy, and uh, I show up, and and there's some there's some people, and I don't recognize any of them. Um. They all got white aprons on. I'm like, what the heck is the... And, and they are dressed to the nines. Right. And they got, you know, they got these white aprons on. It was a Masonic ceremony. Oh, he was a Mason. Yes, okay. he was also a Mason. All right. And a Mormon. Really? Come to find out, there was three well, generations of he children. He needs to know how to, you know, build a big house for all the wives he can get. No, so uh, I learned a lot about him and his family, and I, I talked to him for a little bit. I couldn't stay too long because I had some other obligations for throughout the day. Uh, I had a dinner that I had to go to. Well, didn't have to go to, but I, uh, you know, made made uh, dinner plans for for last night with yeah. with some other people, and I was very excited about these dinner plans. Um, at one of my favorite places, the Armadillo. The Armadillo. Mm-hmm. Now I can't quite describe an armadillo. But I sure can't eat it one. Mm. And at this armadillo, they used to serve a steak chimichanga that was as big as your face. Mm. 
And now they, they still serve a steak burrito that's as big as your face. <laughs> but it's not a chimichanga. But it was not a chimichanga. And I, we showed up. We actually got seats fairly quickly outdoors. The nice. table was a little wobbly. They shimmed it right up for us. Hey. You know, my chair was a little wobbly. I they, didn't say anything about it. They threw the matchbook underneath the table and caught yeah. it. You know, yeah. and, uh, and so we go about uh, ordering. You know, they asked us, would you really like sparkling water, tap water, spring water? I said, the tap water is fine. Leave the bottle. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> and... Uh, my girl Margaret, she made us, oh, uh, you know, I don't know if I told you, I'm top tier friend. Top tier friend top material. Top tier friend material? Mm-hmm. Okay. Top tier. Really? Even got a name tag what? and a lanyard that now says I am VIP, top tier friend member. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I wore this, of course, because, you know, top tier. Of course. And uh, top tier ordered some empanadas. Well... Jacob's food comes. It was a uh, we, he, him, and Liz all ordered an appetizer. Actually, I think all of us ordered separate appetizers. <laughs> so Jacob got his. I was supposed to get mine, and uh, it was queso. And I'm like, um, I didn't order no queso. I ordered some empanadas. Mm. So they take mine, and they take the uh, Jacob's. Like thinking, okay, maybe they brought it to the wrong table. Well, no, nope. They just. Made the waitress, order. waitress comes back and goes, "You guys didn't want your appetizers?" Said, no, no, no. That's that's no. Uh, we we wanted those appetizers, but that's not what I ordered. Yeah. Okay. Well, and they're like, "Well, we'd like some appetizers now too." One ordered some guacamole. Elizabeth ordered some yaku. Yaka. 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 It's a. Uh, it's like a. It's a, a starchy fruit. Vegetable that's deep fried. It's yuka? very Cuban. Yucca. 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 Sorry. I was say, what, yeah, what yuka. is yucca? That yep. sounds interesting. <laughs> yep. So she got that. And, um, you know, so theirs came. Still, Still no empanadas. I think they're like, fuck no that guy. No empanadas. Fuck him and his empanadas. You know, and, uh, and, and Margaret no got guacamole reason. with no chips. <laughs> Don't know how you're supposed to eat the guacamole, but no chips. <laughs> you know? So I'm like, all right. Whatever, whatever, you know. Let's order some food. So we order some food, and like I said, I would have been best steak chimichanga I've ever had, and it's not on the menu. So I, but you know what I do see on the menu? I see chicken chimichangas. Oh, okay. You got steak all over this menu here. We what can you, we can fix this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I am not one to normally ask for things off the menu, but I say, hey, best. Steak chimichanga I've ever had. Here. Could you take that chicken out and replace it with the steak? I'm saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, sweet deal. Fuck yeah. All right. I'm, I'm having myself some steak chimichangas. <laughs> well, everybody's food comes out. Oh, no. And, uh. Say don't eat. <laughs> I am looking at a beautiful plate of steak enchiladas in front of me. And at this point, I am so gosh darn hungry, and I am never, I'm never going to uh, to berate, belittle, or insult a waiter or waitress at a restaurant. I've never worked at a restaurant, but I know that it is not fun and games, you know. And I'm I'm not doing it. Nope. Like uh, I I am I am very non-confrontational. Like I I can be confrontational about things, but at restaurants, it's 
No. You don't want to get shit in your it. food. <laughs> no, <laughs> and I don't want shit in my food. I've been a cook at a number of restaurants. And you I, don't want shit in yeah, your food. And I'm not going to say anything about this now. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm going to eat these. <laughs> and because I'm, like, I am, I'm hungry. <laughs> and they look great. They, they look delicious. Um, Margaret's like, uh, Zane, that's not what you ordered, was it? And I'm like, nope. No. No, it's not what I ordered. There goes my plate. <laughs> So I'm sitting there, and and like the the hostess comes by, she's like, "Are you not eating?" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm like, no, it's it's coming, it's coming again." Apparently, no. I made up for it about half an hour, forty five minutes later. I get my my chimichangas, and then guess what shows up right next to my chimichangas? My empanadas. <laughs> so now I got I got steak chimichangas, I got empanadas, and everybody else is done eating. <laughs> I just sat there and fucking, I'm eating this shit. I'm no, I did. Here. I why well, I made up for it, man. I, I ate as much as I could. I, I think I gave up one empanada to somebody because I was like, I don't think I can do it. I had like two empanadas I left. I would have made a point like, just to do it. No, fuck this. Yeah. I'm eating all yeah, of it. Yeah, and it was great. The food was good. Um, not the best empanadas I've ever had, but I've also this the Mermaid's Cafe and some of the best empanadas I've ever had. Really? Yeah, man. And, yo, that place makes some ridiculously good food. Huh. Uh, like that, they really are one of the greatest little local things I've found. Oh. I hear that Angels is amazing now too. Not the not the pizza no, no, place. No, no, not them. The, the Cuban yeah, yeah, yeah. place right there on Main Street in Catskill. The I can't say anything about the food because I haven't ate it, but I've walked by it enough times Smells that good. it makes my mouth water. I have to try it out one time. Yeah. So uh, so that was my food experience, and um, oh, and I had a second beverage because you, did, yes. you know I I you know besides our tap water, which I believe was. Incorporated in, in in the gratuity somewhere, so. but um, you know, I was like, man, we're out. I'm gonna get a second cola. <laughs> they filled that sucker right up for me. Damn fucking right. Then we looked at the bill, Ooh. and I'm like, and and you know, four people eating out. One person was drinking some, uh, you know. I think he spent thirty dollars on two mixed drinks. Okay, you know? that happens. Which is normal. Which happens. is normal. That's that, that. That ain't out of the ordinary. No, it's definitely not out you of the know, ordinary. Um, you know, so the bill was, you know, but not, you know, not not one soda taken off that bill. And, you know, we weren't going to argue. We weren't no. going to, you know, yell or, you know, but I, even I was like, man, that that was some of the worst service I had ever had. And, you know, I would <laughs> say, too, maybe the person had a bad day. New people. Well, it was New. odd because they had, you know, what was different is that the wait staff was not the same people as your runners. Right. And... And our, I, I do believe that our waitress might have been new because uh, it happens. Yeah, because especially that she took so much time making sure that I was gonna get um, steak uh, chimichangas, right. and then when I got, you know, enchiladas, it was one of those things like, oh, the the, the you know the cook must have read it wrong, and I was like, oh, or, or she spelt it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like. I was like, well, like she heard chimichanga, but she wrote empanada. We, we had, a, we had our food runner bring us, bring us a appetizers and then take them away, <laughs> uh, you know, because I'm pretty sure. And then there was another time where they took our food to another table and then realized that they were supposed to come to us. <laughs> wow. So yeah, it was a. And then I saw a lot of ducks. You saw a lot of ducks. I went down to the Strand, and uh, I know that there's if you if you uh, ever frequent the Strand in Kingston, yes. yes. Used to way too much. There's there's a lot of mallards, you know. Uh, a lot of. Uh, and, does and, it still stink down there from yeah. the plant? 
No, it didn't smell. No? Okay, no? good. There's it, certain spots. I'm not saying all of it. This There's is hilarious. Spots. Speaking of smells, but, uh, so I saw, I love ducks. I, I am a lover of ducks, and I saw two ducks with a little duckling, and it was, it was adorable, and I was like, oh my god, look at that. That's the cutest thing ever. And then I saw the most ducks I've ever seen in one spot. Really? Yo, just sitting on the dock. Like, there had to be 40 or 50, like, male and female mallards just sitting there on the dock. Just chilling out. Yeah, I was like, Jesus, that's crazy. Poke it down. He's like, I'm trying to get on the show, Daddy. And uh, speaking of bad smells, though, so we pull in. <laughs> pull in right when we get there. And uh, I'm like, damn, it smells like death. <laughs> Shit only happens to me, guys. All right. <laughs> so I'm like, smells a lot like death here. So I get out of the car. Jacob and uh, Margaret are standing there. Like, yeah, yeah, something's dead around here. And it was hot. It was hot Saturday. Next thing, a uh, woman comes up. She's a, she's a young lady, you know, maybe an artist. Okay. Don't exactly know why she wanted this, but she says, Zane. She didn't say Zane. She didn't know my name. <laughs> she goes, Zane, how do you know my name? <laughs> Zane. Yeah. Just. <laughs> she goes, uh. Do you mind if I go under your car and get the dead animal that's underneath it? And I said, oh, <laughs> would you like me to move the car? <laughs> Probably make it easier for you. A little bit. I really want I shouldn't have not moved the car. I would have been like, yeah, go ahead. Go for you want it. And then I walk away. <laughs> no, I moved the car. And come to find out there was there was something long dead under there. Uh, she's like, I came earlier, but it wasn't picked apart enough yet, so I wanted to let the, the birds get Take to it a little it. more first. I don't know if it was a bird itself or an opossum, oh. but it it had a smell. It, oh, it, it man, it probably wasn't a, a bird. It was probably an opossum. Yeah, this thing had a scent. And, uh, yeah, she, she bagged it up, and I pulled back into the spot, and she walked away with it. She did the state's job. Now I'm, <laughs> or the town job, sorry. I think she was taking it for herself. I think she might have been. And uh, maybe using the bones for a project. Yeah, that could or, be. Boiling yep, down. Yep, yeah. uh, yep. Not, not, but I, I I don't think she was doing this for her own fun. Because, you know. Like, did she grinding it down for her pigs or something? For well, this, or? I don't think there's a lot of that going on Probably in the, uh, you know. Well, the, I don't uh, know. Downtown urban, Kingston. yeah, the urban areas of Kingston. Actually, more suburban down there. Yeah, it it's, is. You know, it's one it's, street of restaurants, and off of it, it's, it's actually it, quite nice. Yeah, actually, no, I used to love the Strand. It was right off nice the Abiel Street. Yes, yes. Ah, uh, so that was my Saturday, that man. Was, that's was a that eventful not, Saturday. <laughs> was that not an eventful Saturday? I was very like, you know, proud of my Saturday. I think I even threw in an hour of video game time. Nice. Yeah. Can't beat that. Now I did not do some of the work that I wanted to do this weekend. <laughs> But, you know, that's what work days are for. That's damn fucking right. That's what work days are for. You don't need to crowd your weekends with shit that you do during the week. Mm -hmm. You don't need it. It's going to fuck your head up. My head is already um, messed up enough. That's right. And that's enough talking for me because I probably just went on for like 12 minutes. And I'm surprised. That was a good story. Was it? Did I tell it all right? You told it great. Good. See, because I can only tell a story that's like it's got to happen within like two or three days. Because if not, then I, I just stories get lost. Also, I do tend to notice that on these evening shows you are... A little bit more inclined to ramble a little bit, which is fine because your stories are funny as shit when you ramble, so <laughs> let's hit this up. Oh, this is um This is oh my other pick here. Yes. Uh uh, uh what's her name? Um uh Jesus Gracie Field, sorry, and, and the song is called Monty in- Siegel. Yes. Johnny Tugger, Howard Johnson. Yes, it's in the, the whole crew. In the woodshed, she said she would. Is that what she said? Say that three times fast. Johnny had a girl named Mary 
She was speaking in some accent, which uh, that, was, that was pretty good, though. Gracie Fields and a couple other people. Oh, Zane, you got any news? We got, we got. Yeah, but before the news. Yeah. There's amazing facts you need to know about but, woodsheds. woodsheds. <laughs> <laughs> See, this was a little something I read about. Backyardbuilding.com brings this to us. Posted in 2013. Now, woodsheds weren't always a thing. No. 18-something was the first time the word was used. Yeah, and, and they became popularized in America here between 18 or 1965 mm -hmm. and 1985. That's right. Where a, every modern home, if you were a middle class, had a little parcel, you needed a woodshed on it. It, right. it really brought it all together. And uh, that's why, you know, you see, I, I honestly love that thing so much. Like, I really, it, and now I'm seeing that there's, like, one board that's rotting. I'm like, no! No, no because it's like, I it. don't know how to put, change this one board out of it. <laughs> like, it's all, like, it's it's paneled together. Oh, so, it's one of those. Like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, you're going to have to find somebody who knows what they're doing on that one. Yeah. Get my nephew over here. But the earliest Egyptians had also built underground silos lined with reeds for food storage. Oh, I did not know that. That cave dwellers searched for shelters with alcoves to use for natural storage. Because you know what? Like George Carlin says, everybody needs a place to put their shit. That's right. <laughs> you know? 
And where else better than a woodshed? That's right. The evolution of a storage shed. This was, uh, where was it? The agricultural fact that I thought was very cool. Oh, yes. That there's two examples found in southern Italy that show that ancient huts were used for making furniture and religious purposes. So they were building couches and praying to the Lord. Building pews and praying to them. They're like, oh, this would be great for in the church. They're like, hey, we need a place to sit. Let's build us a pew. And and like we learned from uh, Buddy What's-His-Name, where are you going to hide from the lady? That's that's right. So so they were going underground (laughs) to to make furniture and pray to the Lord. (laughs) They're like, dear Lord, please get us away from these women. And as we brought up earlier, today it's not just a typical woodshed. It's no. not even a woodworker's shed. It, you know, for my shed, it's I, I don't do any woodworking in it. No. No. It's not big enough for that anyway. Um, but if I was to clean it out, there, there, I do have power ran out to it. Yeah. I do. Yep. Um, I've got two windows that have been destroyed by a, by a chipmunk. Did I, I'm pretty sure I've told this story, but I'll tell this one real yes, quick. Yes. So, uh... One day, a chipmunk got stuck in my in my woodshed, and um, I figured I, I opened the window, so I was like, "All right, I gotta you know I'll let it out because if it's still in here, you know." So I go to get the bird seed one day, and I keep my bird seed in a container, like of those easy pour containers. Mm-hmm. Well, I go pouring the bird seed, and I go, "Oh, there's the chipmunk," because I could see that he had chewed some of the wood around the door trying to get out right. and I'm like I never never did find where this woodchuck or this uh, this chipmunk went yep there he was in the container he he was able to open up the top uh-huh. of it get into it we for food and then died in its own food it was sad that's sad it was sad that is that is pretty damn sad and there's the she sheds now it's not oh. only just for the men's no more no. you get Sally gets she she shed and you know Burned down the she shed, Cheryl. And it was struck by lightning, Cheryl. Struck by lightning. Jared didn't burn down your she shed. No. But yoga studio sheds. Jesus. You know we got sheds now, or it's it's gone from a a, a hobbit hut to a to a two story um B and B in your backyard. Jesus. So storage, work, garden, food, um, excavation activities. Or spiritual purposes are all still great uses for the backyard storage shed. Or hiding your weed. As we evolve up, good place to dry out your plants, that too. Is a good great cultivation place. area. Very good place, especially here in New York. Yeah. As we evolve as people, we change, but we still remain the same, building shit to put our shit in. That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, so, That's a little, little fun facts, I thought. Yeah, you know, it was a short one, facts. too, and I actually. Made sure to read a quarter of right, it right, right. and pick out a couple of things. Like this actually has some things that I can touch on instead of me getting a seventeen-page article. Then going, <laughs> I read something in here that was cool. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good. Article. Where was that backyard? What? That was a uh, backyard shed. Or yeah, backyard backyards dot com dot com. There yep. you go. So I'm gonna check All that right. out. So now we go from <laughs> Gracie Fields <laughs> in that- to. Uh, Classic 30s hit. <laughs> the woodshed, she said she would. To Eminem, who, who knew a thing or two about the woodshed. Yes, he got took to one a few times. Mm, this is insane. I was born with a dick in my brain. Yeah, fucked in the 
My stepfather said that I sucked in the bed. So one night he snuck in and said, We're going out back. I want my dick sucked in the shed. Can't we just play with Teddy Ruxpin instead? After I fuck you in the butt, get some head, bust a nut, get some rest. The next day my mother said, I don't know what the fuck's up with this kid. The bastard won't even eat nothing, he's dead. He just hung himself in the bedroom, he's dead. Debbie, don't let that fucker get too upset. Go in there, stick a fucking cigarette to his neck. I bet you he's faking it, I bet you. I bet he probably just wants to see how upset you would get. I'll go handle this, of course, unless you object. I'll go fuck his brains out if any's left in his head. If you could count the skeletons in my closet, under my bed and up under my faucet, then you would know I completely lost it. Is he nuts? No, he's insane. If you count the skeletons in my closet, under my bed and up under my faucet, then you would know I completely lost it. Is he nuts? No, he's insane. No, fuck, I tried to bite my face off. I just got fucking chased off with a chainsaw. Then he took the chainsaw, bit the fucking blades off. Ate the blades, stuck a baseball and a slingshot. Then he aimed at his own face, let the thing pop. Took his eye out, picked it up and played ping pong. Then he played ping pong with his own gang dong. That motherfucker's got nuts like King Kong. Then he set the lawnmower out on the dang lawn. And he laid all up underneath it with the thing on. Then he took his pants, he took every fucking thing off. Everything except his tank top and his training bra. Ain't he raw? Yeah, maniac, that shady dog. Man, that motherfucker's gangster. Ain't he dog? Shady dog. What be going through that fucking brain of yours? Say no more. What the fuck you waiting for? Sing along. You can count the skeletons in my closet. Under my bed and up under my faucet. Then you would know I completely lost it. Is he nuts? No, he's insane. You can count the skeletons in my closet. Under my bed and up under my faucet. Then you would know I completely lost it. Is he nuts? No, he's insane. Don't you know what felch means? Yeah. Well then tell me, would you rather get felched or do the felching? Fuck him in the ass, suck to come out while you're felching. Run pelt and go back for a second helping. Can you dig what I'm saying, man? Can you smell me? I want you to feel me like my stepfather felt me. Fuck a little puppy, kick the puppy while he's yelping. Shady, what the fuck you saying? I don't know, help me. What the fuck's happening? I think I'm fucking melting. Marshall, I just love you, boy. I care about your well-being. No, dad, I said no. I don't need no helping. I'm a big boy. I can do it by myself. Tells me she showed me a movie like Nightmare on Elm Street, but it was X and they called it pubic hair on Chelsea. Well, this is called ass rape, and we're shooting the jail scene. You can count the skeletons in my closet, under my bed and up under my faucet. Then you would know I completely lost it. Is he nuts? No, he's insane. You can the skeletons in my closet, under my bed and up under my faucet. Then you would know I completely lost it. Is he nuts? No, he's insane. Insane. Yeah, Marshall. You are, uh, you are definitely insane. <laughs> so Gracie Fields, Eminem, one and the same when it comes to the woodshed. You know, I mean, what do you, uh, it's about the same. <laughs> That's right. Right, Petra? Yeah. So, yeah I, I didn't hear no difference. So, uh, oh, you're back on that page. Never mind. I thought you were going to a new page. I was like, what are you, what are you, you got, you got something here, right? What is this? Flo- Florida! News. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, here it is. That's some bullshit. The Hudson Valley 360 tells me I got no stories remaining. I just read this story earlier on another computer. I'm just looking at it on a different device. As you know, I am your deep state investigator. Extraordinary 
Sick of the truth. That's it. Seeker of the truth. There's someone else there, but I don't know. Speaker of the truth. It's Seeker of the false. Seeker of the false. That's it. <laughs> I was trying to remember it. I was gotta, seeing, gotta, the, seeing the flashes <laughs> in my head. And, <laughs> you got to lay off the sauce, Dick, before you get on the. I ain't got no coffee. <laughs> it's late. It's late for Dick. <laughs> so the Germantown firefighter taken to a hospital. Tragedy. Mm. Where they are. Uh, Fire. This is what that fire destroyed, Mom. A shed. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Was it a she shed or a we shed or a wood shed? They call it a garage. Oh. That's just a That's big car shed, shed you can put your car in. <laughs> it's car shed. Yep. <laughs> so, Germantown, a firefighter. Thank you, firefighters, for first responding to the fires. Yes. And uh, brought into the hospital after she became ill while fighting a fire on oh. Thursday. In the Germantown. Fire Chief Mike Lawson said that the firefighter, whose name has not been released, experienced chest pains and shortness of breath. She was examined at the NDP. That's the Northern Dutch Paramedics. Yes. Good people there at the Northern Duchess. They are. They'll save your life. Down there by Rhinebeck. Mm-hmm. Before she was taken to the NDH. Mm. That's the hospital. Where she was admitted. The hospital performed tests on the firefighter. Lawson said Friday afternoon, five firefighters company fought the fire. With, it was a large garage. At about 4.40 p.m., Columbia County, 911 sent the Germantown Fire Department to the home. After they received the report that the building was indeed on fire. And uh, the first firefighters arrived at the home. They found the garbage engulfed in fire. In fire. In flames. The fire sprayed very quickly. Very quickly, afraid. The fire officials immediately requested mutual aid assistance from neighboring fire companies. The site was set up, filled tankers from a pond at the Palantown Park. Ooh. Yep, they filled the water there at the park. And the fire police closed Huntersville Road to traffic. The garage, unfortunately, was a total loss to the structure. 20 foot by a 30 foot building which was used for storage, was under construction at the time that the fire started. Contractors were working at the site earlier in the day. Goddamn, gotta put them cigarette butts out. (laughs) Mm. Mm. The cause of the fire, they say, is being blamed on a spontaneous combustion due to an oil-soaked rags. Sounds like somebody left the cigarette butt next to some oil-soaked rags. Oh, that sounds like arson to me. Mm. You know, because I don't know how many oil-soaked drags are spontaneous combusted. Mm. It was a hot day. It was a hot day, but... They kind of need a spark, though. Mm, usually. Mm. Usually. 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 And but I, I, I ain't no fire inspector. And I thought uh, Mythbusters proven that you couldn't set something on fire with a cigarette. You, you can't. You, you, if you drop cigarette into gasoline, it will go out. Yes. That's what will happen That's to the cigarette. But if you have a... Oil soaked rag, and you and lay you it down it next to a cigarette, they, that they, will start they, a fire very easily. Right, yes, because yes. you've got oxygen glowing, yes. blowing into it, and that that gives you. You are very correct. There that you gives go. you the tinder to the flame. Ah, uh, the most oh, the most promising, most common type of spontaneous combustion <laughs> are those that are caused by improperly disposed of oil and stained soaked rags. 
according to the National Fire Prevention Association. So I've got a cat litter box, box mm-hmm. filled with old oil, just sitting back there. Right. Been back there a mm, couple years now. Right. Yep, just kind of filling up with more oil. It's never, never exploded. Never, exploded. never once has it exploded. <laughs> but spontaneous combustion of oily rags occurs when the rag or cloth is slowly heated to the ignition point through oxidation. A substance will begin to release heat as it oxidizes. Hmm. Mm. Seems fishy to to this deep stator. Mm. But nobody was hurt, thank God, besides the. Woman that was rushed to the hospital yeah. with chest pains. Says that she had an illness, though. I'm pretty sure the smoke inhalation is not an illness. Well, no, not, not uh, you know, like a disease. <laughs> hey, and, and, and shop-related products, they have a movie called Rags. <laughs> like, that's, like, what the, what the fuck, man? <laughs> the Duchess and Sully. <laughs> Sully means dirty, so maybe, I don't know. <laughs> that's just, just, just odd. Odd. <laughs> odd news. Odd. odd news. Ah, speaking of odd news. WTF. Well, that's Florida. <laughs> and in Florida. Oop, wrong one. Let's try that again. And in Florida. Have you ever seen a man sitting in a square box in the Fort Lauderdale airport? Can't say that I have. No, no. It's kind of like an indoor shed. Is it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Well, he is the most popular airport vendor. He likes to dress casually in faded jeans, a reddish pink shirt, and is always listening to his Walkman. Yes, a cassette player. Oh, he's look made that it up. My heart. Look that up, kids. Yes, you don't know. It was. A wizardly invention where they put music on magnetic tape. It's magic. Whole, told, whole stories were told on it. Yes. And it rewound and fast-forwarded. <laughs> and you had to flip it over at one point. <laughs> That's right. And then it would play all new stuff. <laughs> well, That's not the exciting part That's of this not story. the exciting part. Should be. I could just stop right there. That's it. Man in a box, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, listening to Walkman. <laughs> in 2021. Yep. <laughs> but nobody knows this man's name. But they've probably seen him around Terminal 1 at, that, at the Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport. Waiting to open his toy shop. Oh, and he's not even human. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Although he is a copy of one. <gasps> the airport ender is actually a hyper-realistic... Painted bronze sculpture by artist Dwayne Hansen, who died 25 years ago. Oh. Called Vendor with Walkman. <laughs> the installation name. features a man, believed to be 30 or so, sitting on a folding chair listening to his Walkman while waiting to open a toy shop at the airport. There is a toy airplane, a couple of other trick tacks, knickknacks, toy Anyways. supplies, and, uh, Various signs and announcements about the shop inside the glass box with him. Henson had paid $170,000 in 1990 for the commission, according to uh, Broward Cultural Division. It used to be a local located in Terminal 3, but it moved it in 2014 to the baggage claim area of Terminal 1. Why we want to know information? Don't care. But you know, I love the Florida. 
And, uh, and I did not know about this bronze man. No. Yeah, it goes on and on more about the sculptor, but I sculptor. I uh, I I was very interested in the Walkman. Yes, and I I wanted to know why, uh, because it made it back in nineteen. But uh, I wanted to know why a man was still listening to his Walkman, opening his toy store, (laughs) and he was a bronze man. Toy store. What the fuck? They don't have those anymore. What is this store that sells toys? What? Yeah. I remember vaguely those things when I was child way back in the dark ages, but you know. Fucking hey. So you wanna see something cool? Go go see that bronze dude in Fort Lauderdale. Terminal one. What a walkman up. Does it play or is it fake walkman? I don't know. See if it's real working, then we know. Mm. I'm guessing no. No? I'm guessing it's not because Somebody I mean, would somebody would have now. to turn it on. <laughs> somebody would have stole it by now. Yeah. Like, I'm stealing this Walkman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, there's a fucking mixtape in it. <laughs> oh, yep, and that. Thank oh, you, Dick. That's the thank news. Thank you, Dick. Those are the headlines from around the way. Oh. Got a little shed action in there. We got a lot of shed action. Do we have one more song? We do. Our last song is not on Spotify. This is one of those otherwise noted in the description, folks. Otherwise noted. And it was a song not only about a shed, but recorded in a shed. Oh shit, that's Shedception. Yep. <laughs> and 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 this there there's a whole collection of these that you can find on the YouTube. I could not find them on the Spotify. I'm sorry. I feel we like we let you down. We might have. We might have. But we probably yeah. have. Being you've spent almost two hours with us, mm. I apologize. Yeah. Um, We've done worse. But these are songs from the woodshed by Stan Cullimore. Everybody needs a woodshed. <laughs> Thank you. 
in your yard or in your head. It's a story of Washington. Yep. That was great. Songs from the shed. That, that sounded... now I must say that that like nobody had a microphone there. Like they were probably off they, camera. I think they mic'd up just the the, the room there. And... But yeah, man, the, the sound quality in that shed was was about tits. To, about to tits, I say. Tits. Tits, I say. That was very good sound quality. So the bathroom and the shed for recording music artists out there. So there we go. That's the show on sheds. We took that show to the woodshed and we whipped it. Boys would be whacking in my woodshed. (laughs) Whack, whack, whacking. All day long like a bunch of spider monkeys. (laughs) Whack, whack, whack. Propane is good. Bobby, damn it. Anyway, (laughs) next week. Oh, I've been thinking about this. Have you? I've been thinking. You want to get weird. You pick woodsheds. You know what I'm going to pick? Bridges? Restaurants! Restaurants. We can do that. Restaurants. Because then we're doing bridges. Yes, and then we're doing bridges. Then we're doing bridges. Then we're doing bridges. So we, we have are. next two weeks worth. Yep. yep. And, and that's that's honestly because Margaret and Jacob, you asked for it. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting a whole episode of bridges. Bridges. Because you, you wanted my opinion on why that bridge was closed off of a Beale Street, and I did not know because I had not talked to the bridge builders. <laughs> I'm going to find out why this bridge find, is closed. Find out. Because I didn't know there was a bridge closed on a Beale Street. Yep. You know that bridge that's on a Beale Street? Yeah. It's closed. Yeah. Yep. The I, one that crosses the river. The river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, well there's two bridges. There's two there. bridges. Yeah, yeah, so... I think it's the old bridge. The old bridge, yeah. They but were they, talking they, about closing that one for closed. a fixing it. No, well, it's, it's not fixed, but no, it's closed. It's just closed. Well, there you go. So, Beale Street Bridge, closed. Yep. In two weeks, you'll find out why two it's closed. Two weeks, you'll find out. But next week, you'll find out why songs about restaurants. That's right. Or just restaurants, period. Good ones, bad ones. 
you know, I've been to a shitload of bad restaurants. Fuck, yep. I worked in a few of them. So, uh... I can't tell my story again about my bad restaurant experience, but I've nope. got a couple other bad restaurant experiences. Oh, I'm sure you've had quite a few as no, much as I No, not really. Honestly, I've, I've been pretty good. Yeah? Must say, um, I just don't bring my mom to restaurants because she's kind of mean hmm. to the restaurant people, <laughs> and I, I don't like that. No. I, I, no. I, I she, she acts above the restaurant law. Oh yes, yeah, like know, you know, I'm, like you know, like the I'm the customer. I I should get what I want, and you should cater to me. Mm, but to an extent, mm. no. See, when they say mm. the customer's always right, actually, it's the customer's always an asshole. You just got to make that money, so you got to tolerate them. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, talk about that next week because <laughs> I've been on that waitstaff side too. So uh, let's get out of here. Z, play us out, homie. A chainsaw, go to drink and beer A couple of dozen games and darts Three or four times a year Sorting nuts and bolts, sharpen up a knife Escape from the youngsters, the TV and the wife In me shed, me shed, me lovely little shed Might as well get a Chesterfield, a toilet and a bed It's the only place where I can go and tinker with me toys Go and find solitude with a bunch of ugly guys Smoke goes up the chimney, a signal to the boys. They all invent excuses and they show up like the flies. We stand around discussing the deeper things in life, like the beauty.